Hello? I believe I am, uh, I believe I am on. We don't hear Randall is what I'm seeing in the chat. Uh, but hey, I want to, I want to say, uh, first off, hey, welcome. Welcome to the Grog's Lunchbox Live. Um, we are, uh, we're sorry about yesterday. We had some unforeseen difficulties that uh, caused us to, uh, not be able to do the show yesterday, and so we 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 lined this up kind of last minute. Um, and now uh, Randy is not feeling well today. He is he has a fever. He's got some stomach bug issue thing going on, and so he is not going to be able to uh, be with us today, which is is a bummer. And uh, so uh, we're the B team. Coming in, coming in hot with the B team, and by B I mean better than not broadcasting at all. Uh, but he's—I mean, obviously he's the real professional of the crew, and uh, I'm just gonna try and do my best. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. We'll see how this goes. I'm also uh, trying to load up a window so that I can see who's in the chat. Well, it looks like there's a couple of people in there with us. Uh, can you hear me? I don't see any responses at the moment. Okay, Matt D says that yes, you can hear me. Uh, do I have co-hosts? Because I don't. I don't hear a, a co-host. Is is Melanie talking too? Am I like talking over her? Or is it just is it just me screaming into the void? I don't even know if I introduced myself. That's that's how all over the place I am. I don't even know. Do you guys know that I am Jesse from the Grolix Podcast? Okay. <laughs> it's just me. It's okay. It's okay. We're going to we're going to get through this, guys, cuz I I I have the notes. And and that's all I need, right? <laughs> I'm also going to be reacting at you guys. I'm going to be looking at you guys uh for some help. So if there's anything you guys want to talk about, um I do not have control of the switchboard, so if people are calling in, I don't know it. I have no idea. Okay, Randy says he is here. You just can't hear you. I just can't make you hear me. <laughs> oh, and that's Melanie. Okay. Okay, so Melanie is in the chat. Maybe she'll be joining us later once uh, they figure out what's going on over there. Um, but to get things started off, like we always do on our Mondays, which is now a Tuesday, uh, I'm going to go over some of the box office results for these movies that came out over the weekend. And uh, so uh, <laughs> there's going to be a whole lot of big surprises this week when it, when it comes to uh, these movies and how they, how they did. Oh, do I have, do I have a co-host now? Yeah, I think so. Hey, okay. Hey. <laughs> Hopefully I wasn't stinking up the joint too bad, but uh, no. <laughs> okay. Nope. It's good. To, good to have not just me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Um, 
So hooray, we have we have two thirds of the Garlics crew now. Um, looking at the box office results for the weekend, uh, we have no surprise number one, uh, Spider Man: Far From Home. So, I mean, basically that's the news. <laughs> right, right there, Spider Man: Far From Home ob- obviously uh, came in. Uh, I, I believe it made it almost all of its money back in the first weekend. Uh, not quite, you know, cause it's what $180 million movie or something like that. Um, and I can actually look that up and tell you for sure. Their budget was 160 million. And, uh, this weekend alone, which weekend is kind of a loosey goosey term, uh, when you're talking about it released on Tuesday, uh, but week quote unquote weekend gross was $92 million. So they're already half halfway far from home. The movie Spider Man. <laughs> did you guys did you guys go and see Spider Man at all? Mm-mm. Nope, me neither. I, I'm I'm maybe going tonight, so uh, I don't know. I don't know what we're planning on doing for a for a, a movie homework thing, but uh, I'm assuming Randy's not feeling like going to the movies tonight. Yeah, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna guess not. No. <laughs> okay, so not Spider Man Far From Home. <laughs> for tomorrow uh or whenever we do our our movie homework review thing yeah. um i can i can shout at him and, and find out if he's got any ideas but well and i th- i threw some possibilities that are all on on netflix but yeah if he's got ideas that um mm-hmm. that he's interested in actually watching or if he thinks uh or or maybe something he's already seen that we could just get caught up on that would yeah that would be good options uh but to round out the other t- the other movies in the top five we've got toy story four is still holding in at number two so marvel's still dominating the box office um yesterday is holding strong at number three annabelle comes home is still number four so i don't know if that's a good sign or if that's just an indicator of uh what movies are actually out there i don't know if anybody's actually seen annabelle comes home and maybe maybe it's really just a great movie i'm kind of doubtful but somehow it's holding firm at number four um and then just to uh just to cap that off the the number five biggest movie i'm assuming these are in the u.s at least um was aladdin is still holding in that live action beast yeah of a remake it must just be that there's not anything better out no, uh, that's no that's what I'm thinking because um, really, I don't know. Spider Man's the only one I I think I would go to, mm-hmm. and then Toy Story is the only one I would rent. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> like the other ones I don't. Well, maybe yesterday. The top three are the three that I would yeah. maybe even give a chance, but the other I don't two. Think, I don't think I would even rent Toy Story. I'll just wait for it to like be on TV so I can't avoid it anymore. Oh, that's a good point. Or, or even if it came to Netflix, but really a lot of the things that Disney drops on Netflix, I'm, I'm not, I'm still not like, I'm still not watching them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is ironic because, uh, some of the movies I put down for, uh, for potential homework were, uh, Incredibles two is on Netflix right now. And, uh, John Carter. And those are both Disney movies. Yeah. I watched The Incredibles 2 on Netflix. Woo. Oh, hey, there we go. See, I mean, that's that's what I would do. I would just wait until Toy Story 4 hits Netflix, assuming that, uh, you know, the Disney streaming service doesn't happen first 
Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, yeah, I would just wait until it hits Netflix or something like that. And then I would watch it. Yeah. I did go to Toy Story 3 in the theaters, but I just don't. One with the big purple thing? Uh, like the bear? Yeah. 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 I think, and, and that's, you know, that kind of rounded out Andy's story. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, I don't know why. I don't know why they're continuing it. I'm hearing good things though. I'm hearing that it's a pretty good, you know, it's a good sequel. But it must be. It's number two in the world. Or, maybe it's or so United that girls States. can have, girls can have a Toy Story also. You know, that's fair too. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> it's more than fair and it's about time, yeah. frankly. <sighs> Sorry, I'm I'm kind of uh flipping back and forth. Uh oh, hey, in the chat, Toy Story was okay, not as good as the others, of course. Yesterday was excellent. I was supposed to go see Annabelle. Wow, Maggie, you are on top of of the top five here. Um do not waste your time on John Carter, so I'm hearing that's maybe not the one. That's not the one for tomorrow, maybe. Uh, yeah. money, duh. The mouse is greedy money. It's all about them. Benjamins. Uh, I think we should let you pick one because if it's just Randy and I picking, it's always going to be like horror or something strange. <laughs> Maggie says, don't Jesse save yourself. Uh, so I, I, I guess Maggie is saying, let's not do John Carter. Um, I don't know. Uh, I've seen Incredibles too, and you've seen Incredibles too, uh-huh. so that would be an easy one. Uh, but maybe it's maybe it's too old a news. I don't know. Have you guys seen The Ritual? Um, maybe it's a Netflix original. It looks like a horror thing. I was just kind of flipping through, kind of last minute to see if uh, I could come up with something. Uh, Matt D says, "How about that one on Netflix with Sam Jackson?" I don't know which one that is. Unicorn oh, something. Yeah. I remember seeing something about that. Um, what was it? Netflix, it I, I did notice movie. it and it it sparked my interest, but I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to, have to discuss it with my people. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just doing a quick Google search and I found nothing. Netflix says this movie doesn't exist or it could have just been my crappy uh, search terms, I guess. Samuel Jackson unicorn movie. Let's see. Um, Unicorn store. Is that it? Yep. Let's Uh, see what this thing even is. 2017 American fantasy comedy film directed and produced by Brie Larson. So that's a hot button topic in her future uh, directorial debut from a screenplay by Samantha McIntyre. It stars Samuel L. Jackson, Joan Cusack, Bradley Whitford, Karan Sony, and a bunch of other people that are also just as important, but I'm tired of reading names. Um, This doesn't really say what it's about though. And then it goes into a plot synopsis, which I don't necessarily want to read because that will maybe ruin the story. I say we just do Stranger Things season three. Stranger Things season three? Yeah. Have you guys are you guys all done with it? Yeah, we're done. 
All right. Um, yeah, that sounds good to me. Uh, I don't. I don't know how people feel in the chat. Is everybody caught up enough that they're okay uh, avoiding tomorrow if they haven't <laughs> if they haven't watched it, or be like every other person in America and just binge it real quick? Uh, for real. I mean, we basically watched four episodes last night to make sure that we uh, that we actually got it done. So Matt D says that he hasn't even started it. And Maggie says that she hasn't watched season three yet, but she's okay with spoilers. Yeah. So that's two of our biggest listeners there that haven't seen it. Yeah. Well, screw them. (laughs) (laughs) Forget you two are two two Uh, of our favorites. Forget it. (laughs) Oh, Spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) well i mean i'm okay with whatever i mean like i said there was that the ritual which looks like some kind of horror movie and then this unicorn store looks fine to me but i i know some people are polarized when it comes to brie larson stuff oh maggie says that ritual was excellent you see ritual i may have they may have watched it. I don't know. I look at things and then I never know for sure what I'm what I'm gonna do. And then right. I watch it and then I forget that I watched it and I'm like, oh, you never saw that. And then we start watching it and I'm like, I've seen this. I mean, Maybe if you guys have already seen it, that that's like a good problem to have, though. Yeah, He's I don't like, know. oh, I've already seen this. I don't need to watch this he, again. He keeps trying to show me vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the pop-ups. Maggie says that it's filmed beautifully and there is a scene in there that is one of her favorites in all of film. Really? And Matt D wants to know if it's trying to show you vitamins, the movie. No, it's trying to show me ritual vitamins. Ritual, (laughs) ritual vitamins sounds even better. Wait a minute. Let me look at this. Huh? I think we have seen this. I won't, at least I have. Okay. So that's good. Okay. Shall we, shall we, shall we go with it? I'm saying, yeah. Cause if Randy hasn't seen it, I'll just tell him and he'll go with that. All right. Okay. So it looks like, uh, assuming it all, everything goes okay. Hopefully Randy's feeling better to do it tomorrow. Um, otherwise, you know, we'll, we'll try and get a post out as soon as we know, whether or not it's happening tomorrow or Thursday or, or what what's going on. We're going to plan tentatively on doing things as usual tomorrow. And we're going to, we're going to talk about the ritual, which is on Netflix. Yep. Okay. So, so we've hammered that out. Um, let's see. So I guess we, I guess we reacted some news. Okay. What, okay. What's in the news? Okay. So um, I don't know. I just kind of uh, ran through and grabbed a few things. I thought we might have something to say about and the first one. I thought maybe you would have some thoughts on, and that is uh, who, where did I get this from? I got this from Newsarama. So I don't know, take that with a grain of salt, but it, it se- seems fairly legit. The headline is Hellblazer rejoins the Sandman universe with a new ongoing. Really? So John Constantine will join DC's Sandman universe titles first with a one shot, then an ongoing series on October 30th. The Sandman universe presents 
Hellblazer number one by writer Simon Spurrier and artist Marcio Takara will induct the character into the Neil Gaiman curated group of titles followed afterwards by a John Constantine Hellblazer ongoing Mm -hmm. by Spurrier again, and then artist Aaron Campbell beginning in November. You know, it surprises me that he gets, he gets as much love as he does in like all over the place. You know what I mean? He seems like Uh, a character that I feel would cause more friction than he does, but people like him a lot. And, and so even when they, they like switch networks or something and still hide him on, you know? Oh, so Constantine. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I would agree because, you know, like his show is, um, his show was interesting because it was basically like a, a network, like an NBC version of John Constantine. Mm -hmm. And so obviously that was doomed to fail. Um, but he, he, kept going you know like they brought him into arrow and he he worked okay in that in fact he was probably the best part of that hot mess of the season of arrow um watch it so i'm not sure but it was was, i don't recommend it (laughs) like john constantine was my favorite two episodes maybe two episodes of that season Mm -hmm. uh because it was all the damian dark stuff oh um and then he got basically transplanted over to uh, DC's legends of tomorrow series, um, which is, I mean, it is, it is what it is. Um, (laughs) Sorry. It's, I mean, it's funny and it's fun and I think he works pretty well there, but yeah, he is a weird, he has a weird pick to throw on there. It works with what they're doing, but again, they've just dialed up the camp factor in that show. Like ridiculous. Um, I don't know a lot about the same. I mean, this is, this is me get ready to shred my nerd card. I don't know a lot about Sandman. <laughs> really? Uh, does Constantine crazy. work pretty well in that? Cause I, I always got the assumption that it's kind of like uh dreamy mythological. It's well, I mean, it's the, the main character is, is dreams basically. Right. Um, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he works okay in it, and more than that, they're like it's it's almost they're kind of like gods, but not really. Um, well, him and and his siblings, which would be like Death and um, I can't remember all. There's some twins that are like <sighs> now I I'm so bad with names. Mm-hmm. Man, I wish I could make you read it. Anyway, it's 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 good, and yeah, Constantine does fit in there really okay. really well. Um, seems like they'd fight with him though, a little bit. Well, I, I feel like if he's not fighting with whoever's in charge, then it's not really a Constantine book, anyways. That's true. That's true. Or killing off his buddies. <laughs> you know, that's true. Whether he does it on purpose or not, but mm-hmm. typically it's his fault. I'm um, looking at the chat, just catching up a little bit. Please, I hope they bring back the Mac trench coat. I'm assuming yeah. for Constantine. You know what? I'm, I'm, school shooters run trench coats for the world because they were super cool, and then they made it get not cool, and now none of us can wear trench coats anymore. Pretty much, trench coats were like the only uh, the only thing you really needed in your wardrobe in the 90s. 
Like yeah. everyone, everyone had them, and most of the superheroes did too. Because they're cool. Yeah, or warm. I mean, they're versatile. <laughs> uh, John Constantine is the male version of Melanie. That's Matt D there. Yeah, I'm assuming that means that you're cool because you have a trench chain, coat. I'm a chain smoker. <laughs> you're a chain smoking, trench coat wearing, bad A. Um, Hellblazer falls totally into the Sandman universe. Matt D agrees with you there. Um, English eighties noir demonic paganism. Yeah. That that's Sandman. Is that kind of the elevator pitch? Yeah, doesn't it sound cool? That sounds pretty great. Yeah. Uh, picture the D list of Greek mythos, but cooler is what Paul says. That is that's it. That's even better. And oh, oh, hot take, hot take from Matt D. Best trench coats, Columbo. <laughs> Columbo, huh? I mean, he's got. I mean, his trench coat's fine. His hair needs some work. I want I want an Inspector Gadget trench coat with like the gadgets, you know? Yeah. Like helicopters and uh, <laughs> buttons that pull out and do awesome things. Right, right. I was gonna say I want a, I want uh Inspector Gadget's hat, but like I don't think that um uh, I don't think anything that ever came out from under Gadget's hat or came out of Gadget's hat ever actually worked. And wouldn't that be coming out of his brain then? I think he's, that's just more proof that he's a robot. Yeah. Oh yeah. He had to be, I mean, 90% robot. Yeah. At least. Would you make him closer to a Terminator than I'm comfortable with? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Matt D uh, says, don't knock Peter Falk. Apparently uh, my Columbo hot take is a hot take for him. Um, (laughs) Fair enough, Matt. Fair enough. Um, Getting a lot of, uh, a lot of gadget love, inspector gadget love, uh, which sounds like, sounds like an adult movie that no one needs to Google. Um, What what am I doing? Matt D also says, go, go gadget umbrella. Uh, now I want to see Go Go Gadget Umbrella Academy. What is it? Maggie liked Brain the Dog. Me too. And now uh, I think Matt D just came up with a Grolic Cinematic Universe mashup: uh, Inspector Gadget versus Robocop versus Terminator. Which sounds brilliant. I, I would yeah. love to hear that. Sorry, that I was pitch. referring to Randall. He came up behind me and scared the crap out of me. So I. <laughs> <laughs> I missed I missed your your stuff, and I was whispering over in the background. I was I was just mashing up things that never need to be mashed up, uh, along with Matt D. But uh, I, I'm fully on board for it. Okay. Basically, Gadget versus Robocop versus Terminator for GCU. That sounds okay. like a good season four episode right there. Uh huh. <laughs> we just signed that up for Jasper and Randy. That's happening now, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, you heard it here first, folks. I'm okay. <laughs> Mel has become my unwitting accomplice. Okay, let's see. And I'm just trying to catch up. Gadget. Oh, love, yeah, yeah. Ultra Lube. Ultra Lube, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am a fan of Umbrella Academy, at least of the show. I, I love it. I really don't know the comic, but I I have volume one, and I'm hoping to uh, 
I'm hoping to rectify that problem. I haven't read any of it, but I watched the show and I thought it was fantastic. Or at least certain characters were fantastic. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, it, it has room to grow, which I think is a good problem. Not a, not a bad problem. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like Randall and I were always comparing it to, for some reason, uh, doom patrol and he prefers doom patrol. I prefer umbrella Academy. Do they have like a similar watchman esque feel to them or are they just totally different? They're, they're pretty different. I mean, yeah, basically they were released at about the same time. Yeah. Right. Oh, Matt D says they do have a similar feel to them. I don't know. I feel like doom patrol is, is more the like misfits and Mm -hmm. then, and the other is, I don't know. I guess they, maybe they are too, but it's more like, they're actual superheroes. <laughs> I mean, not that they're not in Doom Patrol, but right, kinda. And and you know, I don't know. I I think mostly it's because I like the post post apocalyptic scene. That I that's that's really the the apocalypse would be like my time to shine. I say <laughs> right, and and so anything that's got that in there is is what I'm what I'm looking for. I kind of like how they have this weird, like, I mean, like the apocalypse has happened, but they have this oddly um, organized (laughs) situation in the future where they're able to just jump back in time and send like bank teller, um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like shoot, shoot messages back in time through this bank teller system. Yeah, I know. I like it. So, yeah, no, I I really like the feel of it and the, and they had their visuals down too. Like, I mean, I don't know why, but their their uh, domino masks uh, were pretty cool, and all they were were domino masks with eyes whited out. But that was pretty interesting visual. Dom- is that was that the like wait like when Robin like the mask that Robin wears that's called a domino mask. Oh, or um, like Zorro. Well, right. no, not Zorro. Zorro has like I a headband. Those were called. Yep. Yep. Um. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember the little creature that Domino used to have? Is it's uh like mascot? Oh, the Noid yeah, Domino Pizza. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Oh, claymation. That thing creeped me out. <laughs> I think he was supposed to creep you out a little bit. Like You're it. supposed to fear for your pizza because he's <laughs> always after that pizza. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> the Noid. Uh, okay. So looking at some more of the news here, that was, I mean, Hellblazer was kind of the one that was like, oh yeah, we've got to talk about that. Uh, another one that popped up on my newsfeed today is that Cuphead, uh, animated series was announced the Cuphead show on Netflix. So, uh, it's been announced that the critically acclaimed game Cuphead is getting a brand new animated show. Netflix will be producing the series. Hollywood Reporter states that the show will expand upon the characters and world of the game, which centers on titular hero Cuphead and his brother Mugman, who make a deal with the devil in a high-stakes gambling match. So, Melanie, do you have any idea what I'm talking about? I just looked it up, and (laughs) and that's all I know. Okay. Yeah, Cuphead is it's basically an old style game that is done with old style animations. So it's okay. designed to look like 
the silly symphonies or um i don't know like the two different brands had two different things of it but yeah so like old school cartoon animation and they even like designed the game that way based on what i what i've read is that it's like it's legitimately at least uh initially everything's designed to look and work like an old cartoon that's cool but it's like super duper hard that's the only things those are the only things i know about it um I've been tempted to get it because they. I think one of the reasons it's getting a new push is um, it was just released on the Nintendo Switch, mm-hmm. and before that, it was just kind of an independent release. And so, yeah, now it's going to get its own actual cartoons, which is funny because we've got now we've got a game that was based on a cartoon getting its own actual cartoon. That's fun. I wonder. I wonder how how old timey they're going to go with it or if they're going to have lots of modern setups in yeah old timey land you know right yeah kind of like how they've approached uh rocky and bowinkle i think rocky and bowinkle had an amazon prime redo which i tried to watch but i don't know it just didn't really hook me mm-hmm. so i don't know um paul is asking in the chat if i have any thoughts on craven i assume you're talking about craven the hunter if that is a spoiler for spider-man i'm gonna be so mad (laughs) (laughs) better not be a spoiler um i would love to see craven in a new spider-man movie that would be that'd be awesome okay matt d says it's not Okay, thanks, Paul. I'm sorry I doubted you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'd love to see it. Uh, I, I, I honestly thought he, he should have been done by now, you know. Instead of, but we've had it, we've had it uh, rebooted so many times. It's like, okay, well, I guess we're gonna watch this villain again, or you know. But yeah, no, that's one of as far as like Spider-Man villains go that we haven't seen. Craven is a big one. I mean, I think you could easily could easily make a storyline or a whole movie based on him what i would want what i would want to make sure they didn't do is i would want to make sure that they didn't um pull a spider-man 3 on us or uh or what they did with the batman movies at the end where they just they overdo it you know i think they're kind of finally hitting their stride in having the right amount of villains in a movie at one time I think if you write it well, you don't need more than one. Yeah. Maybe that's a hot take. Maybe that's a weird concept, but uh, I think a lot of the best, a lot of the best um, movies as far as superheroes go have only needed one, one villain. Uh, the one exception I'll, I'll concede that technically Spider-Man two kind of had two villains, but really Doc Ock was the big guy. He was the, think- the main one. Yeah, I think that's maybe that's why they haven't done anything with him because I don't I don't really know who he is personally because I'm not a big Spider-Man person. But uh, he doesn't have any extra arms. He, he's not a weird <laughs> color. It's right. not flying around. I mean, he's not. He's just not as exciting, right? Um. Well, that's kind of what makes him exciting is yeah. that he, he he's he's kind of like Batman in that in that regard, except he's a big game hunter, like. The, the thing that makes him the most fun is that he doesn't 
really have um, like a superpower. I mean, I think later on he kind of gets like augmented strength or something so that he can um, go to toe to toe with Spider-Man. And he goes, I mean, like he's crazy, obviously, but it's like, yeah. Maybe he's like, you could just put it, they could promote him as like, like the predator, except without the weird face. Yes. Yes. You could do that whole, I mean, and if you think about it, um, like Tom Holland is kind of a, uh, he's a young Spider-Man. So that also kind of ratchets up the threat factor Mm -hmm. of somebody like, I don't know. I don't even know who you'd, who you'd get to play Craven, but somebody that's, that feels dangerous trying to hunt down this, you know, barely out of high school kid mm-hmm. that's still trying to kind of figure out. Well, I mean, I suppose at the end of this current movie, he's probably figured out a Spider-Man shtick a little bit, but he still seems pretty new to the spot, to the superhero game, at least at the end of the Avengers movie. Yeah. Matt D says Arnold is Craven. Yep. Uh, maybe back when he did predator. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I am on board for whoever the guy was in, in stranger things to maybe take that role. <laughs> the Billy guy. No, the guy that's basically an Arnold analog. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did Raina, did Raina talk to you about that? No, no. But I mean, it's like, it's pretty clear that the, the things that they're trying to rip on, but, uh, yeah, that's I mean, hilarious. we totally, as soon as we saw him, we're like, that's that's like Arnold. Oh right man, there. he's even got like the the glo- the fingerless glove. So mm-hmm. I mean, like he's yeah, he's straight up Terminator. He's like a mix between the Terminator and uh, Ivan Drago <laughs> from yeah. uh, Rocky Four. Where he's like he's he just seems a little bit too nice. Like look at his face right there. He's not a totally bad guy. And I'm like, mm, I guess <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a kind Russian. Yeah, but definitely Russian. Oh yeah, uh, Maggie says that Leave Leave Schreiber would make a good Craven. Um, I could I could see that I suppose. Uh, he, he played Sabretooth, didn't he? He pulled that off okay. I think if you wrote him right and you directed him right. Um, but I'm also wondering, like, how old is Leave Schreiber at this point? Like, would he be too old for the role? Looking him up real quick. Let's see. 51 years old. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean he's too old, but it might be It might be a challenge for him. I don't know. Ivan's son from Creed 2. Oh, yeah. I don't know how much acting that guy has done previous to Creed 2, though. I think he was basically an MMA fighter. They should, I was going to say they should just get some old like old wrestlers or something. Ah, there is that. Uh, what's his name? Um, Edge, the guy. Uh, he he's been playing in like um, I'm forgetting his name off the top of my head. I want to say it's Adam something, but he was Edge in the WWE. He's been playing on um, the History Channel's Viking series. Mm-hmm. Um, he could be interesting in that role potentially. I don't know. Who who played in? Oh wait, no, never mind. That one guy, the guy who played in the movie The Wrestler, but that that's not what I. Oh, Mickey, was it Mickey Rourke? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
We just want really old Craven. That's what we want. That's what we want, universe, internet. Make it so. Somebody who's who, somebody who looks like they had their face tore up by a, a wild animal once. Yeah. Oh, hey, there we go. I like that. <laughs> um, okay. Um, the next news item that I have uh, is one that I thought we might have something to say about. Um, more missing Doctor Who episodes will return via animation. Oh, that's good. Uh, released this good. week is the first teaser for The Faceless Ones, which is a second Doctor serial comprising of six parts, four of which are missing. So uh, they've been releasing a lot of different um, episodes of Doctor Who that, uh, you know, the video was, was lost, but the audio is still available. So uh, for the for the stuff that they... They know they're not going to be able to find. They've been doing basically animations or, you know, making some of them in some cases they're animating the entire thing. In some cases they're animating just what's missing. Um, yeah. Uh, I have a couple of them. I, I enjoy them. Okay. Uh, have you guys, have you guys watched any of the animated remakes? Nope. I know you guys had, had gone through and done like watched some of the, was the telesnap recreations where they basically take the the um, still frames and then they kind of sort of make a it's almost like a movie comic book out of it. Yeah, Randy did. I did not. I I couldn't do it. I tried. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't sit here and just listen to it all and not do anything like it's a TV show because I right you know I can't. Um, which is probably the reason I don't listen to the to podcasts either because I have to do something but then when i'm once i'm doing something i'm distracted so right uh, but uh i think we should just encourage everyone especially british people to like go through their attics and their basements and things because if people can find like you know paintings from the 1600s under some mattresses in their attic i'm sure there's some vhs tapes floating around with some old doctor who on it that right. we should have you would think so. I mean, I think a lot of the, I think a lot of the episodes that are missing are kind of before home video type of thing, and I think that's part of the reason it's so hard to find them. But I mean, there are, there's got to be recordings out there. That's how we found a lot of the ones that were missing. Is that you know they had recordings, they sent them overseas, and uh, and that's where we found some of them. Mm. But yeah somebody somewhere has got them it's you just got to clean up your stuff guys you've yeah. got all these castles there's probably doctor who's all over the place in those castles yeah. clean clean your castles Stop being come hoarders. on <laughs> right <laughs> quit quit having your hoarder castles in in the in the in the uk that's what they have over there right <laughs> i was just talking to somebody recently about they were giving away castles for free and they were like, just come and like live in it and make sure it doesn't fall apart and you can just have it. And I mean, on one hand, that sounds like a great deal. On the other hand, it, it sounds like... Uh, like you have to take care of a castle. and that's <laughs> Right, right. That might fall over, <laughs> too. We're like, here, you can have this castle for free that could fall down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it won't be our fault if it does. Just FYI. Here's your free castle problem. Oh, man, Matt, uh, he read my mind. Hashtag castle problems. It's a real problem. It is. Castles. 
they do they're they're all they're all crumbling down and and they're trying to save them but nobody wants to live in them because they're drafty (laughs) they're drafty let's see looking back through here maggie says no don't tell me that then we'll have to review it on our animation podcast oh the doctor who stuff (laughs) i'm assuming that maybe maggie is not a huge doctor who fan nope she just said i'm not a doctor who fan oh i don't blame you uh as far as like cartoons go and animation goes uh i think they're really well done but um it's still television from that era. So if you don't like television from that era, making it a cartoon doesn't make it better. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I mean, I don't entirely hate it, but I'm not super fond of the first Doctor stuff. Um, it's just because I don't, it's just so, I don't know. It seems like it like, jumps around a lot. It seems like it's kind of all over the place. Well, it does, but it also seems like, you know, your little lady you sit there while me and this guy go i don't know do screw up and then you have to come save us but (laughs) he'll tell you sit down little lady let us take care of it as soon as you do you know right you got this frail old man who insists that he should be out there doing things while the women folks stay in the tardis yeah which thankfully they never do or they would have died in season one right um what else i'm I'm really far back here in the in this at this point so i'm probably gonna miss some stuff um matt d says that power of the daleks was awesome i agree that's one of the few that i own um i haven't uh, they, they actually just released an animated doctor who set um but it's like all the 10th doctor stuff that they did just as a little side side episode things i think there was like two stories that were 10th doctor um and they were kind of um cgi animation type of things Mm. um there's a like a a faux ninth doctor story called scream of the shalka which was on there and then i think there was one of the one of the second doctor things like i think it was power of the daleks Mm. and uh if you're animated ones i think i think Tenant would be a good doctor to do, and so would. Yeah, wait. I always confuse the. Is the second the one with the weird little flute thing? Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. Good. Because I always confuse him, and then and the third one, and I swap them around. But okay. And yeah, the second one. Then he 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 would be good for a cartoon too. Yeah. Um. And uh, so, Power of the Daleks was actually, I, I believe, the first um, post regeneration episode of the se- second Doctor. So, so uh, there's now an animated version of the very first Second Doctor story out there, and it's it's pretty good. It's interesting because you don't know you don't know that Second Doctor very well at that point. You're just like, what's going on with this guy? Um, any thoughts on live? Oh goodness, <laughs> kicking the hornet's nest. Any thoughts on live action Mulan without? Mushu or music? Uh, it'll be a movie that I've seen probably already. <laughs> um, like, um, uh, like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, except 
you know, right. Less jumping maybe. Yeah. I mean, it basically sounds like it'll just be kind of a, I don't know, like a legend, like a period piece legend type of thing. You have to have the, you have to have songs. That's what makes Disney movies, Disney movies. Right. And that's the part that's kind of throwing people off is, is yeah. No songs, no dragon. Well, you don't then, do that tongue thing. The, the, I mean, the dragon, I guess, whatever is not, do they have the cricket at least? I'm assuming none of that stuff. I mean, I don't know if you take Mushu out, why I, I would assume you take kind of most of the fantastical elements out of it. All I'm saying is I don't understand how they can make any money without the songs because the only reason that I watch half the mo- movies that I watch of Disney's is for the soundtrack. Yeah, we're right. Well, and that's where, I mean, that's where a lot of their aftermarket merchandising comes from. I mean, how how many of these uh, original soundtracks are sold or, or downloaded or streamed or whatever because uh, Disney, you know, does it up. Mm-hmm. You know, I there were some uh, there were some Disney movies. I like I Aladdin. I'm I'm thinking of, and there was another one. I don't know that I never owned the actual movie, but I owned CDs of the soundtrack. Oh yeah, I had um, I had uh, what was it Disney Classic? They put out a whole series of CDs uh, in volumes, and it was. Um, you know, just like the basically like the greatest hits of of cartoon, uh, cartoon music. <laughs> you know, yeah. and uh, I love those. I, we played we played them to death in some cases. Yeah, yeah. Okay, looks like in the in the chat, people are going over favorite doctor who episodes which are, you've responded yeah, to just responding yeah 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 it's that's funny so the, the oh okay okay i was thinking the empty child isn't that the very first uh isn't that the very first doctor who no that's unearthly child so you you like the ninth doctor yes story yes like that, that was creepy i i know i liked it <laughs> that's how i got randy to start watching doctor who actually was i'm like look randy it's creepy gas mask Oh man, and he was all about gas masks at oh, that yeah, time too. Yeah, that was probably the best thing to ever come out of Stephen Moffat, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, let's see, favorite Doctor Who episode. This is a tough one. What are, what are other people saying? City of Death. Oh, I do love me some City of Death. Dang it, Matt D. Now, now I can't. I can't think of anything but City of Death now. <laughs> That's the fourth Doctor episode with the weird alien that has like the, he's got like a lounge lizard jacket on, but he's like a tentacly face thing uh, with an eyeball. And then he's like, um, he's, he's, uh, he's taking Da Vinci's. He's, he's uh, manufacturing counterfeit Mona Lisa's and selling them. <laughs> That totally makes me think of Futurama. That's something like Bender would scheme up and like steal with him through time or something. Oh, that's right. And he was also uh, counterfeiting uh, Guggenheim Bibles. Yeah, it was one of one of my favorite lines. One of my favorite Fourth Doctor lines is in that episode, and it's uh, 
it's when they first walk in the, into the room and like the, the butler is like threatening them. And he's like, what a wonderful butler. He's so violent. <laughs> it's just like, that's the most fourth doctor thing I've ever heard. And, a, and it was written by Douglas Adams of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy fame. Oh, you know what else I liked? Do you remember that the lighthouse one where like everyone died? Yes. Oh, what's that uh, one called? Uh, but it's a, it's uh Leela's one of Leela's episodes. Mm-hmm. I want horror rock, something like that. Horror yeah. thing rock. That's it. That's there it. it horror yes. thing. Yeah. yeah. That's another great one. Um, I don't know. I mean, as far as like, as far as like favorites go, um, what was it? Terror of the Autons or whatever. That's one of the very first. It's a third doctor episode. It's the first time that we get the Autons and it's the first time that we get uh, the master. I like that one, even though it's not really a good one. Um, Because you like the master. Because I I love the master. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's his first appearance and it's Roger Delgado and it's, yeah, it's every, everything. Um. So that's a that's a big one for me. But then the one that like I remember from my childhood the most was um is one that I can't remember now for some reason. Uh Keeper of Trocken. And it's towards the end of the fourth doctor run, and the master is he's a he's one of the crispy masters. Um <laughs> and he's in uh his TARDIS and he's making his tar his TARDIS looks like um this creepy statue and he uses his TARDIS to make the statue move. And the whole time you're like, what's going on with this? And at the end you realize, Oh, it's the master. And at the end, the master um, like regenerates basically steals, uh, what's his Nissa's father, like steals his body. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was him for a long time too. Wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He, he was right up until the end of the seventh, uh, the very last seventh doctor episode. So, Basically, from that point to the end of the classic Doctor era. Wow. Four. So Alvin is asking who our favorite Doctors are. <sighs> That's just hard. No, it's not. It's the fourth. Fourth Doctor? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that's really... That's, it's it's tough not to go with four for me because that's the one that's most ingrained in me. And I'm so excited every time he's on, he comes like when he came back for the 50th anniversary special. Um, I re- it's, it's easier for me to tell you the ones I don't like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, four, four was like such a crazy, that's yeah. part of the reason that he was great. Cause you didn't know whether he was going to like, be like angry or just laugh or both at the same time. And so you don't right. know what the heck's going on. He just snapped in between them without yeah, really yeah. any kind of transition. And he would do that whole far off stare and just start talking about <laughs> whatever. And you'd be like, what is he talking about? And then he just flashed that ridiculous grin. Yep. Yep. <sighs> Wait, did did you have any other news? Um, I do have a few more pieces of news real quick. Um, but most of this is old news. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what we did and didn't cover. Um, the last one that I picked up was um, Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution, 
will be a 3D CGI remake of the first ever Pokemon movie. It's been 20 years since Pokemon, the first movie, hit our screens and turned Japanese game and animated series into a worldwide phenomenon. To celebrate this anniversary, the Pokemon Company has announced that its 22nd official big screen release, Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution, will be a 3D CGI remake of the first ever Pokemon movie. Um, And I put that in the news because I remembered them uh, announcing that this Mewtwo Strikes Back movie was coming, but it was just a teaser trailer, and so we didn't know anything about it at all. So everybody was speculating that maybe it was a sequel to that first movie. Um, but apparently now it's coming out that it's basically just a remake. Okay. So I don't know if, you know, did you, did you ever see the original? Pokemon? Yeah. No, no, no. I did not. Okay. So I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. Every time something like this happens, I haven't, uncertain reaction to it because it's not for me you don't need you don't need me to uh to like this movie right uh but i don't know why you need to redo it it was a cartoon in the first place it's going to be a cartoon again it's just going to be a fancier cartoon yeah but people people love pokemon stuff so i mean they're gonna make money and that's that's all that really matters i guess i mean yeah i guess so um, uh, Maggie says that that movie is super special to her. Uh, and, uh, you know, like I, I get it. And so I, I'm curious, like for people who it is super special to, oh, not, not Pokemon. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to go further back. In, <laughs> I need to go further back in the chat. Sorry, Maggie. She's like, uh, Oh God, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a quiet place. A quiet place is getting a sequel. Okay, now <laughs> I'm getting caught up here. Whoops. This is this is why we need Randy. <laughs> He's much more professional at this. Um, yeah, that's all the new news that I that I had. Um, some of this other news uh, were ones that that Randy added to the feed, so I didn't know if we wanted to save them so that he can. So he uh, can react to him or I don't think he'll really. I don't okay. Uh, okay. So real quick, I mean, we're, we're getting close to the end here, but um, real quick, Tarantino is extremely serious about retiring. I've come to the end of the road. Um, he basically said he's going to do his 10 movies and then retire. But now he's talking about if this new movie does really well, uh, maybe he'll stop right here. Or maybe he'll uh, stop for a long time and maybe make one more movie way later. But uh, yeah, so he's still flirting with this. I'm done very, very soon. Yeah. Type of news. I don't believe it. Yeah, well, I maybe. Either. I don't know. Uh, I mean. I think any time that you say something like that, you're just begging to contradict yourself. Yeah, right. I mean, but, why, why, why make a hard and fast rule like that? I don't know. Maybe because you're like, well, if I don't, then I'm going to just party too much and die snorting coke off a of hooker's buttocks or something <laughs> like that, you know? <laughs> right. Well, and he's kind of said he wants to go out before he uh, basically fades away kind of thing. He doesn't want, he wants to go out on top. He doesn't want to 
stick around too long. Yeah. How did, we, like, how did, how did the old know. greats do it? Did they just have heart attacks or something? I mean, I, I guess like in the, in the case of like Hitchcock. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, you know, like uh, Stanley Kubrick was making movies right up to the very end and Scorsese is still going. He's still, mm-hmm. his people are still making, uh, getting Oscars, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt D's like, how many times has Kevin Smith said that he was done with movies? And, and you know, I mean like that's, that's exactly what I think of. Yeah. But he did, I mean, I don't know that it was actually him or he took it from somewhere, but he's the one um, that I quote when I quote movie quotes. This is Kevin Smith. Tarantino, I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Um, Where he said, the less a man makes a declarative statement, the less apt he is to look foolish in retrospect. Oh, right, right. Which is funny because then he goes and makes a declarative statement about his own career. (laughs) that's funny um let's see it looks like we've got about four minutes left do you want to do another news thing or start wrapping things up uh i don't know how do we wrap how do we wrap things up we just oh well we kind of pimp about pimp out all the stuff that's been going on um but that's not going to take us long because basically we have a new episode of the grolic cinematic universe Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's basically what we have to pimp. Um, There's a new episode of the Grolic Cinematic Universe, everybody. There is. Uh, and in that episode, which went up on Monday, and you should be able to find it here on CastBox, uh, Randy and Jasper review and pitch a cinematic universe for Inglorious Bastards, the, the, the original one from the 70s, and Inglorious Bastards with an E, the one that Tarantino did for their latest installment of their hashtag Tarantino season of GCU. I noticed that uh, Jasper is not in the chat today to uh, bust my chops on not getting that out there. So I thought he was in there in the beginning. Maybe you guys was he? I haven't seen him in there. Um, I, I could have swore he was like one of the first ones in and then, and then I bet he got intimidated. He felt intimidated and left. Well, it's it's probably because I because my uh, my unicorn hand puppet cut a promo on him. Oh, it happens. Manicorn, manicorn is uh, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> uh, let's see. So so uh, Matt D asks if you bleep bastards or bastards. I didn't bleep either of them because we're live, baby. <laughs> oh yeah. And it's a title. It's a title. Yeah. And is that a bad word? Really? I I think you can say it on TV. So that's why I'm not sweating it. Yeah. You can actually, you can, you can get away with kind of a lot on TV nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, if it was like the end of the show, I could drop an F-bomb even and be all all good as long as (laughs) that'd be PG-13 at least. (laughs) Yeah. But I'll do it tastefully. There we go. Um... Uh, Matt D is is pointing out that those are inside jokes to the GCU episode, so you should go listen to it. That way, you'll understand what we're talking about. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's good because sometimes I don't even know what we're talking about. Takes me a minute, but oh, it's 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 one fifty nine. Is there anything else we need to pimp? Otherwise, I'm gonna I'm gonna play some music. 
Okay. Um, I think that is the main thing. Oh, uh, remember cellmates, remember Maggie's, uh, podcast is going to be, uh, that's going to be happening. What was that? Is it, I want to say the 14th Maggie chime in with, with the deets real mm-hmm. quick. Off the top of my head, it was the 14th. Oh, this Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on CastBox. Look for the live cast. I believe it's already scheduled if you go into the live cast. Um, yeah. Part. So, now, so now everybody gets to go and harass her. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yes, please do because she's she's been awesome. She's called into the show multiple times. Um, Matt T says to check out my Ram Man videos on YouTube. <laughs> that's that's nice of you matt uh if, yeah if you're a ram man aficionado you you could take a look for that it's called rambles with rammy but uh yeah i'd say play that funky music that's racist what is no, nothing okay <laughs> all right <laughs> i'm ready okay okay uh thanks for sticking with us even though we suck <laughs> this has been the B team. We're, we're, yep. we're signing out. Uh, come on back tomorrow. I think we're doing things tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully it'll be better. Ooh, there's the music. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, we made it. We made it, Melanie. Yay. Hi, hi, virtual high five. Hope, hopefully, Randy will think we did okay. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully he'll just feel better tomorrow, so we don't have to worry about it again. Amen. takes guys Oops. <laughs> <laughs> okay. all right okay well i uh i think that's gonna do it guys uh matt d says when you need someone to cover for you call on the b team machine gun fire yeah all right uh, sounds sounds like we do, sounds like we did it yep we did and all we're right. done so let's let's stop okay bye all right bye